here's what Pittsburgh is talking about. Not all roads in Pennsylvania lead to getting a vanity license plate the green light. Today, Pittsburgh is teaming up with CityCast Philly to explain how it works, what it costs, and what phrases or acronyms or combination of up to seven letters and numbers might get approved or rejected by the state. It's Tuesday, March 28th. I'm Megan Harris, and this is CityCast Pittsburgh. I'm with CityCast Elizabeth Kama and CityCast Phillies, Trinae Nuri. Good morning, y'all. Hey. Good morning. Um, I don't know if you guys watch the sitcom The Good Place, but there is a litmus test to see whether or not you get into what they call the good place or heaven or, you know, you have to go down under. Okay. So now this is sort of a uh, quick litmus test, basic questions designed to tell whether you were fundamentally good or bad. Number one, did you ever commit a serious crime? Yes. I blew up a guy's speedboat after he sued me. And I stole an old lady's fake leg once on a dare. Did you ever have a personalized license plate? Yeah, dog. I love butts. (laughs) (laughs) So, Elizabeth, I know you've been looking into those vanity license plates in Pennsylvania. Do you think people are going to the good place or the bad place? Well, I don't think I love butts or boob guy would have been allowed by PennDOT in, from my reporting. Uh, so some folks might be safe. You know, they might not have to go down to the uh, bad place. Um, but just to stay at the top of the PennDOT, uh, PennDOT is the Pennsylvania Department of Transportation. It's the government agency that oversees all things transportation in the state. And they get to make the call about which vanity plates get approved or rejected. Okay, I've got to ask the money question. How much do these things cost? How much does it cost drivers to get one of these? What are the fees like? Yeah, it costs $85 to like, you know, do the application, Wow, uh, which is a pretty penny for like Mm -hmm. a piece of metal, to be quite honest. (laughs) I don't know if I I don't know if I have um, vanity license plate money. What types of ideas get flagged? Yeah, I mean, so there's some obvious ones. Um, If someone already has it, that's like the biggest thing. You can't have two people with the same license plate. Um, But no swear words, no acronyms that mean swear words, um, nothing too sexual, nothing violent or gang related, nothing drug related, nothing racist, sexist or generally prejudiced. So like anything you'd be upset that a kid saw, they probably don't want it on a license plate. Mm -hmm. You know, I once ran a comment section at a newspaper back in like the early aughts. And I remember thinking just how creative people could be with the words so that they wouldn't get automatically flagged or banned. It's not that obvious, is it? I mean, it is funny because some of them get rejected for reasons that I wasn't expecting. Uh, So like if they were government adjacent. You mean like impersonating a government official or something? Yeah. Like if you had like FBI, like you can't have that as a vanity license plate. Um, I am a cop. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that is not that is not allowed. I am cop 88. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I'm not quite sure who you'd fool, but um, they're worried. Uh, Also, if they're purposefully hard to read, um, that's another thing. Uh, References to gambling aren't allowed. I feel like that's like a remnant of our Quaker past. Hmm. One of the ones that I asked repeatedly why, but I was never given an answer, was uh, references to excretory functions. So pee, poop, fart. Um, not allowed. Um, uh, and I think that also fits within the lewd or vulgar, um, which is like a different standard than sexual, but was never clearly lined out for me by PennDOT. Yeah, because I was like, vulgar seems very vague. 
I, I totally agree. Uh, and like their whole list can sometimes seem vague. Um, so I decided to do a very unscientific data analysis <laughs> of uh, the list. They actually release a what like a list of all the licenses that they rejected um, every year. So I kind of like went through the list. Mm-hmm. It was 1,211 license plates. Um, so a lot. Oh my God. For $85 each? That's so much money. It's a lot. <laughs> they got to pay for um, the potholes. So I basically just kind of like assigned them a value being like, okay, like, is this violent? Is this like vulgar sexual? Like, why would this get rejected? And I also, you know, put some fun categories in there too. Like, I have no clue what this means, why it's here. And also like, I personally believe that this one should have been allowed um, under my moral guideline, (laughs) which I'm sure PennDOT is, is very interested in specifically what I think. Of course. Uh, Always so dedicated to your craft, Elizabeth. Um, I guess, you know, kind of along the lines of like the your categories here, how many do you feel like you did know? I mean, you are a Zoomer, so I assume you're pretty up on at least some of the stuff. Megan, 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 I may be a chronically online 20-something teenage girl, <laughs> um, but I was clueless. I did not understand what 48% of 48%? like- percent That's a huge number. <laughs> it's so large. I just had no clue. Wait, is that a good thing, though? Does that mean that you're innocent? (laughs) Give us some examples. (laughs) Okay, well, I had no clue what FYPM meant. Like, I don't know. There's an organization in my college that was like, um, first year players and it was like an acting organization so I was like. That is not what that means, Elizabeth. (laughs) Wait, what does it mean? I don't know. I don't know. If you pay me? Oh. Oh. Brought to us by our own Rihanna, of course. (laughs) I think that's legit where I heard it the first time. I don't know if that's coined by her. (laughs) Well, I mean, bangers on bangers. That's so, ah. And so PennDOT would flag that? PennDOT flagged it and they rejected it. They said, no, you can't get a license plate that says that. Wow. There were some that I had no clue why they were rejected. Like I wasn't, I was like, this does not seem offensive. This does not seem like it fit like any of the categories. So um, no tofu was one. Oh, um, <laughs> oh that's, that's so sweet. That's wholesome. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it was all one word. So maybe F you got flagged, but no tofu, I feel like should should have been allowed. Yeah. Hagen was also not allowed. Uh, where are my Wiccans at? Um, they want some representation. Yeah. I feel like that one's back to the Quaker thing. Oh, I see. Okay. Yeah. Moisting. Moisting. I like moist is like, I know a controversial word, but I didn't realize that PennDOT would be like, nah, too controversial. Um, the letters D-O together, do. Like in any form? Just the letter do. Like that was the that was the license plate submission and that was rejected. Oh, well, maybe because it's only two characters. But what if it was something like do vote, go vote, like something positive? Like, do you think they'll flag that? I don't know. I mean, I didn't see anything like do vote, do, you know, anything positive. But D-O, the word do, which, you know, I use quite a bit. Uh, <laughs> sorry to pen dot. I do do things. So, you know, maybe I, maybe I need to be censored. <laughs> Okay, Elizabeth, from your analysis, what would you say was the biggest reason why some vanity plate applications got rejected? Well, 41.6% had some sort of like swear word involved, uh, whether that would be like an acronym or like some people just, I they fully submitted like a fully written out swear word. Bold. Yeah, truly. They were like, mm, this will go through. $85, that's fine. 
And on the flip side, uh, only like five people wanted license plates that were like FBI or like government, you know, Hmm. assigned license plates. Um, I should mention if these percents aren't like adding up for people, um, some of the license plates contained multitudes. Uh, They could be both sexual and incorporate swear words or be violent and gang related. So, you know, they're a little complex. Overachievers. (laughs) Layers. Are there any (laughs) on the list that you personally think then should have been allowed? Okay, I have a few that I would have loved to see on the streets just because the people were telling on themselves a little bit. There were several fart license plates that I just feel like should have been allowed because they weren't harmful, just a little crude. And you'd like know to avoid those drivers. Like you're like, okay, if they're, you know, spending $85 on a fart vanity license plate, maybe I don't tailgate them. Maybe that's not your preferred maturity level. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, there were a few that I thought were funny or sweet, like fuck cancer or F burpees, which are both sentiments I agree with. Um, so I, (laughs) I would have loved to see those. I agree with them. Um, I mean, I was okay with most of PennDOT's decisions. I only disagreed with like 0.01% of them. Um, and most of those, I understood why PennDOT like rejected it in the first place. I was just like, under my moral standards, these should be on the roads. So the process of accepting or rejecting vanity plates, Elizabeth, how does this all work? I mean, I was fascinated by that. Um, I actually spoke to someone from PennDOT about the process, Diego Sandino. He's the press officer for driver and vehicle services at PennDOT. Uh, He actually walked me through the whole process. Um, So first things first, there's like a group of employees that have a weekly meeting to go over new vanity license plate applications. Um, That must be such a fun meeting, I think. I don't know. Like a lot of Googling. (laughs) Right. There's everyone's like cracking up. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But basically, uh, they make sure that no one has the license plate. They see if it's on the previously rejected list. That's like an easy, okay, no, no. But you know, if they're not seeing it on those things, then it comes to them to start Googling and looking up to what uh, Diego referred to as a slang dictionary. So urban dictionary. (laughs) I asked him several times what the tools were, and he just kept on repeating the terms internal tools and slang and acronym dictionaries. Would not confirm or deny urban dictionary in the... (laughs) Yeah, yeah. My assumption (laughs) is that, yes, they are probably furiously searching on urban dictionary. (laughs) So when when can drivers expect to hear from PennDOT? Like, how long does it take for an application to go through um, from filing it to either getting the plate or getting that notice of rejection? Yeah. And do you get your money back if you get rejected? Right. Like, this is a (laughs) lot of money, y'all. So the timeline, like, okay, so to answer the first question, the timeline can take a while. Um, If it shows up on the list or it's already in circulation, uh, it's an easy no. You immediately get your rejection. Um, But, like, they have so many um, that they have to, like, they have to do this weekly meeting. And, um, you know, they have busy times of year, less busy times of year. Um, But they really interrogate every little thing um, because, you know, as uh, Diego Sandina says, they take it really seriously. But basically, they do this weekly because if not, it uh, it does take some time to kind of go through and make sure that nothing out there is offensive or contradictory to PennDOT's mission. Um, and, and ideally, like, we don't want anything out there also um, that is just promoting something against traffic safety, right? They're used for official business, and it, it's related to PennDOT, law enforcement, and again, motor, motor vehicle and traffic 
safety. You know, like we want to make sure that uh, all these license plates follow like what we expect um, and what we want uh, Pennsylvania license plates to say. It always comes back to law enforcement. (laughs) What about like people who don't know, right? Like if you just want your initials or something fun like that and you don't realize that it's an acronym for something bad or ridiculous and, you know, it never even occurs to you to check Urban Dictionary. Right. And like, Mm -hmm. so can PennDOT offer drivers suggestions for alternative license plate ideas? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, well, so PennDOT does send letters to people who apply telling them, you know, their license, why their license was rejected. So you you do like know um, and you can call them and basically be like, I did not know like what's going on. And they will talk you like through it on the phone and like try to troubleshoot with you and find alternative meetings or alternative like ways of writing it um, that like will maybe not get flagged or like don't have those kind of dirty meetings or controversial meetings. Um, But I'm like thinking of like producer Mallory, right? Mallory Falk, MF, like could she ever have a vanity license plate? Oh no, Mallory. (laughs) Oh gosh. I'm sure if she calls PennDOT, they'd be happy to to try (laughs) with enough, you know, she can just spend more time talking to people who, um, you know, Talking to our transportation secretary, and I'm sure that together they can come up with a solution. Everybody loves the DMV. That always goes well. Yeah. <laughs> um, and to answer your question about money, I unfortunately do not know. I did reach out to Diego with a follow-up asking about that, um, and I have not heard back. Hmm. Do things ever slip through the cracks, though? I mean, of course. They're only human. Um, and another part is, like, as we talked about earlier, language evolves so quickly, like, nowadays that, like, Things that are perfectly harmless one day might become TikTok slang for something sexual the next day. I mean, I have a friend whose father got the license plate to girls, uh, BCS two daughters, um, but people no. thought that he was referencing a certain famous piece of pornography. Um, no, 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 yikes. no, no. Yeah, oh and God. he was just trying to be a good like dad. Went south really fast. <laughs> Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, Diego says that they'll actually get calls from people like complaining, being like, oh, my gosh, like, that's so inappropriate um, that you had that as a vanity license. And then they like try to problem solve from there. Um, and they'll add the phrase and acronym to their internal tools. They might like call up the um, person who has that car registered to them and like try to see um, to let them know like that their car has this, you know, alternative meaning. Ugh, those are narcs. <laughs> I mean, I like taking pictures of like interesting ones when I'm driving just because they're funny and I'll send them to friends. But right. I yeah. can't imagine calling the government and being like, you need to do something about this. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, they could also just write them down um, and and send them in. I don't know. They are a little bit narcs, but I guess more hands make less work. Um, So, you know, if there's anyone who has, you know, unfortunate acronyms, um, maybe it's helpful for them to know that, you know, there's a secondary meaning for something that they thought was perfectly innocent. Well, if someone wanted to get a vanity license plate, what would that process look like? Yeah. Like, give us your hot tips, Elizabeth, for uh, anyone who wants to avoid an expensive rejection. Okay, well, the first thing I would say is to check the personalized registration plate availability tool. That's like a mouthful, but we'll include a link in our show notes, Mm. Um, which basically you can search and see if anyone already has a license plate that you want. And then I would also, you know, do a control F and like search the do not issue list, um, which we will also include on the uh, show notes uh, so that you can, you know, see if there's um, if someone has already tried and gotten rejected. And, you know, my, my, my hot tip, if you are trying to get something dirty or lewd or vulgar by PennDOT, good luck. Um, I would do your due diligence to make sure that its meaning 
um, doesn't like isn't the first thing that comes up on Google or Urban Dictionary. Um, you have to already have a license plate to kind of begin this process, but all you have to do is fill out the form MV904 uh, and mail it into PennDOT's PO box in Harrisburg with a check uh, or money order and you begin your process. You know, I didn't even think to ask this. Do either of Yin's have a vanity plate? I'm too indecisive. I could never. Uh, I don't have one, but if I did have one, uh, Elizabeth, can you like search this for me? Does anyone have John eighty eight, like John? Because it's <laughs> like J O W N and eighty eight, because that's the year I was born. So uh, yeah, John eighty eight. I'm John eighty eight. I'm gonna look you up on the pen on the plate um, to see if anyone else has it. Okay, Trinae, you are good. You you had a original idea. No one else is Woo! trying to get John eighty eight with or without the Nobody's space. Nobody's still this idea. And it's not. <laughs> wait, it's not. John isn't on the band list because Jagoff is all over that band list. This feels really prejudicial to Pittsburgh, and I'm not okay. <laughs> it is not on the band list. I don't know if it's because Jagoff has like a more mean. Uh, you know, connotation or because there's more Pittsburghers who work for PennDOT. No, this is Pittsburgh erasure. <laughs> <laughs> oh, maybe you need to call PennDOT and, and, and let your voice be heard. Well, this was a blast. I still don't have any ideas, but I have a lot of material to take into our next conversation. Um, <laughs> Elizabeth, Trinae, thank you so much. <laughs> Thanks. Thank you. A little more news before you go. The Pittsburgh Post-Gazette is still on strike. It's been over five months now. A court said not long ago that leadership was failing to bargain with the union in good faith, and they ordered them to, you know, do that. The newspaper's owners are appealing that decision. The bargaining agreement expired in 2017, and the judge says that ownership made, quote, unlawful and unilateral changes to that agreement in 2020. The Post-Gazette says that those changes were not unlawful and that they were necessary for the paper to survive. And hundreds of people are still really upset about the University of Pittsburgh's series of transphobic speakers. There was a big protest in Oakland on Friday when they held another one yesterday. Students and faculty keep asking the university to cancel the events, but Pitt says they could face legal liability if they even tried. Check out that Hey Pittsburgh newsletter today. We link to some great reporting from WESA, Public Source, and our buddies at QBerg. That's all for today here on CityCast Pittsburgh. If you're liking the show, please tell someone. Leave us a review and let us know if you see some fun license plates out in the wild. Shoot us a DM and make sure you're subscribed to that newsletter. I'm telling you, it's where all the best stuff is. We'll be back tomorrow morning with more news from around the city. Talk to y'all soon. I wasn't brave enough to bring a beverage into the pillow fort, but I'm very jealous. What's holding it together? (laughs) I like forts.